0: I've changed my tune slightly, but not completely. If you move there and you think you're (laughs) going to make it, you're fucking senile. Okay, you're senile. Welcome back to St. Albans Central, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Today, I have to swallow my pride and recant. Politicians, take a note, you know, when you're wrong about something, you should admit that you're wrong. And early on, I was a harsh critic of people moving to Nashville for a music career. I've changed my tune slightly, but not completely. If you move there and you think you're (laughs) going to make it, you're fucking senile. Okay? You're senile. If If you can't fill a room here, what makes you think you'll fill a room in Nashville? I still stand by that. However, one of the challenges I think of being in Indianapolis, um, which I love, I still have no plans of leaving. Um, there isn't much industry here. There's a lot of musicians, um, and there's a small handful of venues. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of bands, uh, but there's not industry here. When I mean industry, I, I mean booking agencies, I mean management companies. I mean licensing firms, PR, all of that. And there's just not an ecosystem of that mm. here. Um so cuz I remember I was actually t- I was talking to a friend and he told me I was wrong about my position on Nashville. Um and then I stabbed him. <laughs> um but um yeah, and I think, and he just made that point. I was like, "Oh yeah, I think you're totally right." Because like, here I am, um, I am a solo creator in Indianapolis, and I have to do everything myself. It's, it's so much work. It's like, on top of like, I'm trying to release songs. I'm like, um, tom- well, not tomorrow. For me, tomorrow. For you, two weeks ago, I would have, re- I released a remix you know, and then, so from that date on, I'm planning on releasing a song a month for as long as I can. So like I do that. I have a podcast. I'm trying to have a YouTube channel. I have like 200 something subscribers. So I'm like shooting video. I'm editing video. I have to come up with social media content. And then when I drop a single, I have to, um, I have to do all the press by myself, uh, email people, text my friends, annoy the shit out of them, let them know. Uh, And then I have to also like book all my own shows. Um, And that is, I send probably 25 to 30 emails a week, just trying to book shows. Um, And that's like, I feel like that's only like half of it, you know, it's Mm. so much work to be a solo creator. Um, And I think, so like, it makes sense. I can see why somebody like myself would move to Nashville is to be in, in more of an ecosystem. Cause I think I work hard. I write good songs. I perform well. Um, I I'm likable and I'm yeah. likable in day to day life. All right. If you just see me on your phone, you either, you probably, you hate me or you think I'm fat. Those are the two options. But in real life, I think, I, like, I'm welcoming, I'm likable. So, like, it would make sense to move to an ecosystem that has, like, the supportive structure, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think about it. I mean, I've thought about moving um, to somewhere with more of a somewhat of an e- an ecosystem. But um, I think I'm also stubborn because I like being a part of something. Like, I like building things. I don't like to maintain things. I don't like to be a leech. Like, how many leeches moved to Nashville to suck on that, like, just, you know, voluptuous, engorged teat of Nashville? Ugh. You know how, you know that Nashville teat has diseases, dude. Like, some of the dirty, hippie people that <laughs> move there. Same thing with L.A. and Brooklyn, you know? Um... But, like, I think, like, the two things I would probably really enjoy, like, either a manager or a booking agent um, who has, because, like, a manager, I'm an ideas person, but some, I, sometimes I have a hard time putting things in in order of, oh, this is how th- this should go. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this is really important, this isn't. Or somebody who can just, like, help me take some things off my plate. Or somebody who can, like, help me make connections with people. Because um, I think about next year. Next year, I'm going to probably play. try to play Indianapolis. I'll do, like, some sort of release show. And then play Indianapolis once or twice. And then I'm tr- going to pl- try to play Chicago four to six times. And then I'm going to kind of, I think I'm going to do my loop a little bit. Um, which is, like... You know, I'll hit up Chicago, go to Detroit and hit Columbus and then come to Indy and then go to like St. Louis, Nashville, Cincinnati and then back and then just keep doing like a Midwest loop. Um, But it's just it's so much work, dude. It's so like and booking shows like I I've purposefully stepped away from doing the DIY touring stuff uh, because I just hate playing in a room of people like that's just the band and the bartender. That's what DIY touring is. You know, I hate that and I'm done. I would rather send a bunch of emails and try to get like a good show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I, I, sometimes I miss being in a band, you know, cause every like when St. Alvin was doing stuff, like it was great. Like Fred could do a bunch of the video content, which Like I didn't do any of it, you know, um, but it's nice when other people can like carry the load with you. You know, if like each, if you have like a four piece or whatever, um, each person is like, "Yo, this is your thing. This is your thing. And you kind of divvy up the work. Um, I do, I do miss that. And I think that's one of the, what's one of the pros of being in a band, um, The con of being in a band is being in a fucking band. (laughs) Drummers are the worst. You know, you got to deal with the drummer. And then like one of your guys is polyamorous and he's just going on dates every single week or like every night. It's like, hey, we need to end practice early. Uh, One of my girlfriends is coming over. I'm like, oh, great. Awesome. Really glad for you you know and then you got you got the diva who's most of the time the singer who's just like it's all about me uh i got new boots and a hat you know um (laughs) and then you got the the guy who's just trying to keep it all together and make everybody happy and he's also probably the most technically sufficient and just like i did and then he gets overwhelmed by everybody (laughs) and he's like you know what i'm done like that's basically what being in a band is dude (laughs) So it's either that, or you're by yourself, and you feel alone all the time, and nobody cares, and you're, over, you're constantly overwhelmed with how much work you have to do. Yeah, That's the two options. Or you can sign your fucking life away to a label, and they'll take all of the money. Like, I was thinking about, like, they are looking at them like, like, Post Malone or Drake or whatever, like, how much money Post Malone made? in like 2020 like i don't know maybe like 10 20 million dollars something like that Mm. that was just his cut the label made 85 percent of that dude like or or more than that and Mm. it's just like yo dude but it's uh yeah man there's pros and cons of being in a band but i i still think i i prefer the my this is my hope and my thought is that If I keep doing the work that I'm doing now, give it another year or two, and like someone will come along, like, "Hey, I want to be a part of this." But like behind the scenes, what do you need from me? You Mm -hmm. know, Um, because I, I, well, I did have a, I had a small boutique label reach out to me. um, Oh yeah, which was interesting. Um, We just we're gonna have lunch soon. But they, it was, it was, it was validating. Even though, like, I still have very much like an independent DIY mindset. Um, it, but it's still like validating. Oh, somebody found me. They were, uh, I think they're from Indianapolis, but they lived in Florida for a long time, and then they found me on social media, um, and liked my content. And which I'm like, can you tell my wife that, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they've. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. She doesn't listen to this. Anyway, so I, I could talk all the shit in the world about my wife. No idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, found my stuff. And so and then I think she moved back here. And then when I opened for Flowbots, she actually just came to see me. Um, wow. She didn't even stay for Flowbots, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's validating. I don't know, for me to sign to a label, th- I mean, they would have to be able to do so much for me, like, because I feel like I can kind of do everything now. Mm-hmm. It's hard, and I and I'll admit, like, I don't, I don't always do everything well. But you would have to like knock my socks off, I'm just like, hey, I can do this and this and this. Yeah, and if they're not, then I'm just like. I feel like you need, I, I feel like labels would need me more than a small boutique labels would need me more than I mm-hmm. would need them. Are you making fun of me right no, now? No, I'm seriously Dude, not. Your face is just like, you fucking read <laughs> You know, like that's what you're doing. No, I'm
1: trying to think about like at this point, like this day and age for labels, like if you're already recording the songs yourselves, uploading them, mm-hmm. reaching out, like yeah. doing the video content, like what, yeah, what are they going to offer you yeah. nowadays that you can't do for yourself for? relatively cheap
0: and or yeah. you know free like so, so this i um uh i think it was like well we like exchanged emails and then she reached out to me she's like hey today's the last day to apply for south by i just wanted you to know in case you haven't and i was like bitch i already did <laughs> yeah. i was the early exactly. apply, a- application but she's like i know some people I'm like hey you get me on south by you know, yeah. that, you know, that ain't bad. I mean, I, I, w- I'm not opposed. I'm, I'm not opposed to like, cause I mean, like I'm a, se- I, I like to think I'm some somewhat sensible in the business world to be like, oh, this makes sense to me. Yes. This relationship would work out, but I would probably, I would rather just have a manager who can help me make connections and help me keep like stay on task. That would be, if I could have that dude like beautiful or a booking agent who's like hey i got you on this tour i'm like thank you because i can't do jack shit dude so many times when uh, because like i have a whole spreadsheet (laughs) of where i book like and i and i keep it's like the venue the city the date the person the booking agent etc and then it's color coded of just like Yellow is like first contact, blue is second contact like and then like red is no, you know? But I get denied all the time. Mm. And deep down it hurts. One day I just no. want to pull the race card. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just be like just so you know, you saying no is white supremacy. You won't let colored people thrive. You know, like, so, like, deep down, I'm just, like, <laughs> one of these days. But I can't because I'm not a cuck,
1: dude. We should do a science experiment. Like, you know how they did that one the experiment card? where they, like, had people send out resumes and then they, like, swapped the names to be, oh, like, this is a Jay more, Qu- like, traditional... Would you
0: like to hire Brent or Jay Quante? <laughs> no, that was, the fr- that was... Wasn't there a freakonomics about that? Yeah, but yeah. If you had, like... Yeah like a ethnic name, you wouldn't get hired, which is so horrible. You know? That's that's why you meet black people and like Hispanic people named Glenn, you know? <laughs> they don't want Aliandro or like Dre Jean or whatever. They want hi, I'm Brian, you know? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> you should do that though. You should send out like a set number of emails in a week. And don't have any header about who you are or your, you know, racial background. And then the next week, do the same set of people if you can, but just change it to, like, I'm a strong, like, black, independent artist. Hi, uh,
0: yeah. hi I'm St. Albin. I'm an artist of color. Um, I had a gay phase in high school. <laughs> and I, I think you should bring me on your tour. Yeah, see what happens. I... Yeah science i want to so bad but like (laughs) it would go against everything that i like what if you nailed the perfect gig though the best But, but then i know i because then i know in the back of my head i didn't get the gig on merit i got the gig because this person feels guilty about the color of their skin so they'll make the decision to let you know they'll be like well you know, this is my good deed for the day. I helped out this <laughs> poor colored boy, you know, oh like I just can't do it, dude. Yeah. Like I refuse because like, like my I have a friend who always tells me, he's like, dude, you need to play the, the race card and you just need to just start hit. You need to be like the Candace Owens of music. And I'm just like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it because it's so inauthentic. But he's like, dude, you would. They would eat you up. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I know, dude. I know. Yeah. But I'm like, I just, I because I think those people, like, I think people like Candace Owens or people who, like, their number one priority is, like, uh, this is my, you know, group. Mm-hmm. I'm this art group or whatever. Like, I just think there's a shelf life to it. Because at some point, people are like, they're going to stop caring and they're like, "Hey, play me a good song." And then if you if your whole life has been just milking the teat of someone who feels guilty, it's just like at some point that teat going to run dry. You know. Couldn't say it better myself. So, we'll see, maybe we'll do an experiment and I'll just do maybe I'll just do a YouTube video about it. Do it. And it's just like <laughs> like this is what happens when I, you know, play the race card. I booked 12 tours, you know. <laughs> Life just instantly, yeah. Just around. like I didn't know my dad, you know, just just all the things that they think already about me. This guy probably didn't know his dad, you know, it's just like he racist son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, I just went on a long ass tangent. Oh, it's good, but um, uh, yeah. I uh, what else was there? Oh, did you see uh, Tom DeLong? Is oh. back with Blink. Yes, I heard this. He wrote a little. He wrote a little like love, honor letter to Matt Skiba. But uh, glad that Tom DeLonge's back. You know, um, he found the aliens and was just like, you know what, Blink One Eighty Two is my true calling. I. I it would be so weird. I can't imagine being Blink and Tom DeLonge isn't singing in it because i think matt skiba played for like the last five years yeah because they were playing shows yeah they were playing shows yeah. but i just it would be so weird to like he, hear somebody else like uh like sing you know all this all the small things yeah all the like you know but he's back man i i think they kind of patched it up because i thought they had some beef right
1: uh that there was
0: some weird stuff and he was like you know trying to get abducted by aliens or whatever he got super deep into aliens that's all know. i remember
1: too is just he had a wild little chapter where yeah. he kind of went off the. but road he's over. he's
0: back where he belongs dude yeah. like he's i'm glad home. blink's amazing and I, like i wish that's what kanye would do you know mm. just get back to ultralight beef, dude like Probably one of the greatest openers of any album. This isn't us, isn't This isn't us. And I'm just like, ooh, it's a vibe, dude. Like, you know, Kanye, stop wearing, you know, fetuses around your neck and and talking politics. Get back in the studio where you belong, you know? Tom DeLonge, like, learn from Tom DeLonge, dude. He's like, I, you know what? You know, I, I would imagine if I asked Tom DeLong, like, hey man, what led you back to Blink 182? He'd be like, well, when I was getting probed by the aliens, <laughs> I was just like, damn it. I missed that song. <laughs> and then he went back, you that know? That's
1: it. That was his message from the heavens. But I'm,
0: I mean, I, I'm glad. I would love to see Blink. And doesn't Mark, Mark Hoppus has cancer, right? I have no idea. I thought he had cancer or something like oh, that. I better fact check this but while you're we're Yeah, I day. know, so I don't get sued like Jeez. Alex Jones, dude. Oh One billion dollars. I thought he had cancer. He had something.
1: We're going to find out.
0: We're going to find out. But welcome back, Tom. We're glad you're back home. Uh, It sounds like he is cancer-free as of maybe April. Of okay, but he had
1: it. But he did go through chemotherapy gotcha. for, yes. Okay, nice. Wow, where'd yeah. to go
0: good good job dude um so i wanted to talk about the 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 dating the conservative dating app the right stuff oh, boy the right stuff dating app is what happens when you have way too much money and you sit in an echo chamber Mm-hmm. Of a bunch of like-minded idiots, like that's what it is. Yeah. Like Peter Theo backed it, or Theo whatever backed it, backed it, and like I I just can't I can't imagine being in the room like the pitch meeting. I got an idea. We're gonna start a a dating app, but for conservatives who voted for Trump. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Mm. And then someone's like, "Yeah, I'll give you millions of dollars for that." Like, what what a fucking idiot, dude. Like, I can't I can't imagine who would think that that's a good idea. So, I think it it start, I don't even think it started out that strong. I think it was like the first day 6,000 downloads, the next day 7,000, and then it's like went down. I mean, it's had like a few maybe a thousand or two like a day for I think it launched in like September, October. Yeah which I think that's not good from like an app download considering like, I mean, millions and millions of people voted for Trump,
1: you know? Yeah. They're probably all, not all of them are single. I'm guessing, or maybe they are. I don't know. Like
0: I would be curious to like how, uh, like maybe I'll talk to my wife. I'm like, Hey, can I start this? Like just, just as an experiment. But like, I like, how, how arrogant and like elitist are you to be like you know what I'm not gonna mingle with people who don't think exactly like me. Fuck off, dude. Like that's why we have all these problems in the world. Like people are getting siloed and like and, and if like social media and all these alg- like platforms aren't like brainwashing us enough, we're gonna start a a dating app <laughs> for conservatives called the Right Stuff. Like, like what? What? What are liberals gonna start a dating app called Left Out or something? You know, like, hey, hey, do you feel left out? Do you want to date a Marxist socialist? Left Out. You know, like, like it's just like how dumb and arrogant are you? Like, I think there's a market
1: because like there are some of the most niche dating apps out there that I've seen the commercials. Yeah, like, like farmers only. Yeah, or there was like the one where it was literally just younger women wanting to have sugar daddies it was like yeah, well, sure
0: like and i agree with you but it's like those like those aren't based on ideologies like the right stuff was solely based on ideology on conservative ideology like oh yeah i was watching like like, what do women want? And these couldn't be real people, but they're like, I want a conservative man. Ew. I want somebody who voted for Trump. Ew. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, do you really want, I, I just, I don't know. It, A bunch of losers, they're probably going to lose a bunch of money and good for you, dude. Like, I just, I can't, I can't imagine being just... Your head so far up your ass that you think that this is a good idea, like you think you're God's gift to the Uh, world, and you're like I'm gonna and it's called the right stuff. Oh my gosh, dude! And again, it furthers the point that conservatives are dog shit at art. (laughs) (laughs) The app's called the right stuff. The you like the the design is terrible, and like so many bad reviews, dude. Conservatives can't designed for shit dude i would love
1: to be able to if i could get invited into there and just well that was that was the problem
0: a bunch of people were getting negative reviews because like they would set up their profile and then they would like hit like submit and they're like you have to wait for your invitation so there's all these like lonely like you know tiki torch holding dudes (laughs) who are just waiting for the (laughs) invite dude they're (laughs) waiting for the call from the bullpen but it's just like it doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I get if you were doing, like, a beta, have, like, an invite-only, like, and build the hype, of like, oh, this is cool, you know? And then open it up to the public. There can't be that many on there, though.
1: Like, you think about it, like, I mean, yeah, if you had a 100 people even in, like, Indianapolis get on it,
0: You could scroll through those in like a matter of an afternoon and then you're done. That's it. Dude, imagine if you were like scrolling and you saw like someone you knew and you're just like, and they're just like, they got their MAGA hat on (laughs) and they're just like, and then like one of them, it's just like them on the back of an eagle, just like, you know, riding it and just like (laughs) America first, Trump second, you know, (laughs) like, oh my gosh, dude. It's a lot. I I mean, it will probably fail. Um, Definitely fail. Definitely. But uh, what, like, what? And I like at least liberals. If somebody came up with that, and we're like, "Hey, we have this uh, left-wing dating app called Left Out." Can we, you know, someone would be like, "No, dude, that's fucking stupid." I'm pretty
1: sure there was, if I remember, I thought I saw there was like a, a Christian gay dating app too, specifically for people who are gay and Christian. Really. If I recall, maybe not. Is it
0: called Sodomite? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, uh, dude, that's that'd be amazing. Like, there's
1: such niche like dating apps out there. Yeah. Just like, any they, as long as they have a market of like ten thousand, yeah. someone's investing in it.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you you don't need like. I mean, I mean that's kind of how like I think of my music career. Like all you need is a thousand fans, yeah. to give you a hundred bucks, you know, and then. You know, you're making six figures. But with this inflation, dude, jeez. In this economy? Dude, like, my, me and my wife, like, we're not, like, we're not broke by any means. I mean, we, we make close to six figures total. um, But we can't, like, save as much because, like, all it takes is, like, one car to go out and then what cost, like, $150 bucks 2 years ago was, like, $400, you know? Mm. Like, we've had... We've been trying to like put money away, but um, like car stuff would happen or like something would happen and we just have to like pay for it. It's like we can't like in 2020, dude. We were just putting the cash away, Mm. but now it's like we're doing like I feel like hard a a quarter of what we what we were doing back in the day because inflation, dude. Mm. Fucking Byron, Joe Byron. Uh, Let's talk about Papa Joe, dude. Um, At what point are we going to stop and look at Joe Biden and be like, Hey guys, this is elderly abuse. (laughs) The dude is, my sister worked at a, at a nursing home. And I would go visit her. I'd grab lunch or whatever. Um, Oftentimes, there would just be some old man outside in the middle of a field, just looking around. He looked lost. That's what Joe Biden looks like. Every time I see him, he's just like, I just saw this video of him like answering questions, and then he like backed up. Like, he just slowly back, and I'm just like, dude, what, it looked like, it, I'm like, what is this, tenant? You know, like, like uh, it was so weird, dude. It was so weird. And then you had the video of, like, uh, um, I have two words for you, yeah. made in America. And it's just like, and it's, and, and of course, it's funny, you know, like, it's funny because To be somebody... I mean, I I have a small platform. I talk a lot, and I say things wrong all the time just because I talk all the time. But it just makes it even funnier when it's this, like, you know, depend-wearing geriatric who thinks he was, you know, the most popular president in the world, you know? It's sad, dude. And it's, you know, I I think when... um, when he was first in all like people were just like let's just get we need Orange Man bad, get him out of office. We need him out of office. But like now I look back and I'm like, Man, if somebody was like, Hey Trevor, we're in a really tough situation. Uh we need to take your pawpaw and we're gonna put him on camera, but we're gonna inject him full of drugs. <laughs> And we'll get, he'll have a teleprompter. Well, what if the teleprompter yeah. doesn't work? Well, we'll just shut the broadcast off. You know, <laughs> like, it's just sad. It's really sad. Like, uh, you know, because oh I'm sure, like, for people like Biden who have no um, workplace skills, you know, and other politicians who have zero workplace skills. That's yeah. why they're in office for, f- like, 57 mm, years, you know. Yeah being being the president's the tip of the iceberg for them and he doesn't even know he's the president like it's just sad like he's not even going to remember his time because they keep pumping him full of speed just so he can get through one conversation with a with a staffer he thinks they're going out for ice cream like every day like and that's probably how they get him like hey joe hey joe hey buddy if you, if you do this speech and you do good and you don't go off the cuff because we know what happens, we know what happens. But if you can just read what we wrote, we will go get ice cream, okay? All right. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It's like, it's sad. It's, you know, I think when Trump was in office, the whole world looked at us and they were just like afraid of what was going on. But now we have Biden in office, and people are just, like, sad. They're just like, man, the healthcare system is really bad in that country. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, you know, we went from one coked-up narcissist who couldn't keep his mouth shut to, you know, a geriatric man who just, it looks like he's walking around with no pants on and a walker all the time. just, eh? I think, dude, Rogan said it the best. He's like, Joe Biden going into office is like going into on a long hike in the woods at night with a flashlight and the batteries are dying.
1: Mm.
0: And I was just like, oh, I felt that, dude. Poor Biden, you know, like he says he's going to run again, which it's not. just like it's just not it's not going to happen. Just for his sake. I want him to not, take a break. You know, mm. again, we need. You know we need term limits and we need age limits, dude. Like just yes. like sixty nine, that should be the cutoff, dude. But poor guy, I mean, he looks cool though with those sunglasses, though. You know, he looks back, you know, living his his old glory days. You know, watching Top Gun, he's like Maverick. You know,
1: he probably has the glaucoma glasses. I could see, I could see, see of I could see,
0: I could see Joe Biden like looking at himself in the mirror and like, who's this old man? <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> you know like poor guy but oh. hey joe we wish you the best um you know yeah do you know <laughs> i just wonder if like if like microphones have ever like picked up his squishy diaper he's like oh, sh- 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 as he like walks around <laughs> dude cuz you know that booty sagged. That's all I got to say about that. You know his his butt looks like two jellyfish just hanging on for dear life, dude. Mm. Saint Albans Central, mm. thank you so much for listening. I uh I enjoyed doing this. It's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. Goodness. It's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. Uh daddy's out. Ciao, ciao for now.